Today, we are talking to Libby Post, the co-founder of Capital Women and the managing partner for Progressive Elections, here to talk about local elections in the capital region and beyond. Libby, welcome to the Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. What is Capital Women? Capital Women is a, a political action committee. It was founded right after Trump got elected. A woman named Catherine Allen, who died a few years ago, called a bunch of us together in her living room. And there was maybe 35 to 45 women in the living room saying, what are we going to do now? And we all decided that we would form Capital Women. Um, it's really become a PAC, a political action committee. That's was my main focus in all of this, was to be able to raise money and help uh, local pro-choice pro-LGBT candidates, you know, it doesn't matter what level they start on. We also do judicial candidates and ask for their vision for the court because they're not allowed to talk about issues when you're running for judge because those issues might end up coming up in front of you. But you can talk about your vision for the court, your perspective on law and justice and those kinds of issues. Um, and so since we started um, officially in 2017, we've sunk over $110,000 into local races. And we've got a decent track record of backing winners. It's election season here. We at the Hudson Mohawk Magazine have been interviewing several candidates for both city council and Troy, mayor, uh, some races up in Schenectady and Saratoga County as well. But I'm curious, Libby, uh, what races are you most excited about? Well, we've endorsed... 15 or so candidates. You know, some of the highlights of that are Nina Nickel, who's running in uh, Troy for mayor, uh, Jamie Puccioni, who's running for re-election in Niskayuna as town supervisor. Uh, we gave to all three candidates who are running on the Democratic line for New York State Supreme Court in the third judicial district. We've given to uh, a host of other candidates who are running at the town level, 2023 is a local cycle. So it's Troy Mayor, Troy City Council, Saratoga Mayor, um, and the Saratoga Commissioners because uh, of their form of government, which is one of the most antiquated forms of government in the, in the state and also uh, pretty dysfunctional uh, because of the way it's set up. We've endorsed in Schenectady County Legislature races, Michelle Osterlich, who's running for re-election for uh, the county ledge. So we look at candidates all over. People apply for our endorsement. We have a pretty rigorous endorsement uh, questionnaire and process, and then we make a decision. You did mention that it is a local cycle. Many people skip going to the polls in these off elections. What could you say why it is important to actually well, go vote. It's incredibly important to vote in all the elections. Um, and especially in these off-cycle elections, Democrats in general uh, don't get fired up about local elections, but then they get fired up when a Republican becomes a town supervisor, say in Colony. Uh, two years ago, uh, Peter Crummy was elected after Paula Mahan, who was a Democrat, was town supervisor for quite a while, about 10 years. Um, and so then the Democrats stayed home and Peter Crummy got elected. Well, the only way to, to fight against that is to get up on election day or even early voting and go out and vote. It's not that hard to do. 
It's your civic duty. Let me put it to you this way. If you don't do anything else, your civic duty is to vote. Vote in primaries, vote in general elections, vote in school board elections, but vote in library board elections if your library is a one of the two kinds of district libraries that you can have in the state of New York. And so um, what we are seeing on the national level with the dysfunction in the House, this notion of a new speaker, you know, from a political point of view, from a civil rights point of view, um, it's it's all bad. And so this is the kind of headset we're dealing with in Washington, D.C. on the Republican side. And we have to make sure that we take back the House next year. There's just no two ways about it. And we widen the margin in the Senate. We reelect Biden and Harris. But it starts on the local level because somebody who's dog catcher one day can be the state senator the next day, can be in Congress the next week. And it's a real threat to our democracy where we have these people who don't think democracy is important. Thank you for going into some of that, Libby. Uh, I did want to like circle back a, li- a little bit in terms of the impact of the issues that you care about and who gets elected on the local level. What are some of the threats on the local level if people that Capital Women support don't get elected? If Nina Nickel does not get elected in Troy, I know Carmela, I've known her for a very long time, but she is parroting a lot of the Trump rhetoric. We will see what happens there. And if she is elected, how she's going to deal with the asylum seeker issue. We saw already Peter Crummy. I mean, you have the dichotomy of Albany Mayor Kathy Sheehan embracing asylum seekers, recognizing we have to do our part versus Peter Crummy, who's a Republican and who's a Trumper, is party to the lawsuit against New York City. Now, I'm not saying New York City's done a great job because they haven't. And DOCGO is a travesty and a waste of taxpayer money that we all pay hard. But demonizing folks who are coming to the United States to get away from violence, to have a better life for their kids, is not the, the answer to this either. So my concern is when we have folks who parrot those kinds of policies that Trump talks about, they're a threat. They're going to, you know, they're not bringing their best people here. They're drug dealers and rapists and all the sort of things he said when he first ran for president. You will see that play out on a local level and how those people are treated and how they're dealt with. You all are supporting lots of elections throughout the area. If we bring it back to Rensselaer County, are there other races that you're paying attention to? Well, I'm paying attention to the Supreme Court races because Capital Women has endorsed all three. Um, There's Dan Lynch, Sherry Brooks Morton, and Rich Rivera. I'm working specifically with Dan Lynch, so I'm very, you know, focused on on that race. Supreme Court is an important court in the state. It is not the Supreme Court of New York. The Court of Appeals is. But you have criminal, civil, all kinds of things. When there are appeals from family court, they end up in Supreme Court. And then you have the appellate division of the Supreme Court, where when there are decisions on the Supreme Court, that people challenge, it goes to the appellate division, which is the in-between, between Supreme and the Court of Appeals. And a lot of folks who end up on Supreme Court end up in the, the appellate division. Beth Gary, as an example, is the head of the appellate division in this district, in the third district. She got elected almost 20 years ago to the Supreme Court. 
and she's an out lesbian. And now that doesn't mean she's going to decide things and they're going to decide things every way that I would like them to. But there's this sense that somebody at least has an open mind. There's a number of people that go from the Supreme Court to the to the appellate division, and that's really important. So who we put on the Supreme Court is really important. There's a, an interesting race going on at Saratoga Springs. There's Gordon Boyd, who's running for um, the supervisor there, and he's running on some real substantive issues and running against. There are two open seats. Uh, Matt Veach is the Republican, but Michelle Madigan, who used to be on the city council there, is also running as a quote-unquote Democrat, but she's really not. There's that race, but then there's Kristen Dart's race for public safety. She's running as a third-party candidate against Jim Montagnino, who's the Democrat, who has been shunned by all the Democratic elected officials on the city council, and also a guy named Tim Call, who's running on the Republican line, who was an FBI agent and part of a a sting operation here that didn't go very well. We actually aired that documentary at the sanctuary that he was involved in, a witness, I believe. That's right. Jim Montagnino, when I when I started working with all those candidates two years ago, I said to him, you're going to be dealing with a lot of different people. There's issues of race. And he said to me, well, I don't see color. And to which I said to him, that's very 1970s of you, but that doesn't work anymore. And he didn't listen. And we've seen what's happened. Could you unpack in a few sentences what happened with Montenegro in in Saratoga? We had the folks from Black Lives Matters coming to city council meetings, uh, wanting to speak. They might have not behaved the way Jim thought that they should behave. And so he wanted to press charges against them for expressing their First Amendment rights of, of freedom of speech. And these were all people of color. And then you have going back before him, and the attorney general is now investigating this, and the, it hit the papers last week. And there was an editorial in the Times Union today about Robin Dalton and what she said in terms of arrest those F blah, blah, blah. Yeah, those. her text messages uh, were released. I mean, this is what we're dealing with and some of the caliber of politics that we're dealing with in Saratoga Springs. And Saratoga Springs is not just horse racing. It is a very diverse community with its own set of uh, unique problems. So there's a lot of things going on and people just can't sit this one out. And what does Kristen Dart bring that makes you confident that you can back her? Well, Kristen Dart, number one, is a woman of color and she has decades of experience in government and is the vice president for political affairs right now for Planned Parenthood Empire State Act. She's very involved in the pro-choice movement. She's been doing this work for a very long time. And she was the chair, co-chair of the committee that wrote the new standards for policing in Saratoga Springs. And she's on the police community review board. She understands Saratoga Springs. She grew up there and she understands that public safety is for everyone and that the public safety entities, EMS, police, and fire, have to treat everyone fairly. Well, Libby Post, we are out of time, but I appreciate you joining us today on the Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you.